Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Intrican, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BDNTREK, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. I'm here to get you recapped on Sunday's action on the diamond and ready for Monday and a full week ahead. As usual, big thanks to Jake Crumpler for covering over the weekend. Great stuff from Jake. And we were, uh, we'll get you going here. Crack a lock and some recent news for you. MRI on Jorge Polanco revealed a moderate hamstring strange strain. Uh, Rocco Baldelli said it's somewhat slightly to somewhat more severe than the first injury. That is just warming the cockles, Mr. Baldelli. And it's also, and, and it's also, that injury is in a different spot than the first injury for Jorge Polanco. Do with that what you wish. They're going to do more tests, and they haven't given us a timeline yet. But to me, it sounds worse than the first one. So this feels more like a month situation, if not longer. Edward Julian is back up, and he's uh, got hits in his first two games for Minnesota. He's definitely worth a, uh, a target, potentially, uh, uh, depending on your league format and whatnot. But uh, Polanco is going to be out for, I'm guessing, a month. I'm not a doctor, though. But just reading the tea leaves here, this might be a little bit of a time for Polanco on the IL and Edward Julian to make it a, a long run here to see what he's got for the Minnesota Twins. Some sad news, as we've been pumped on the Liam Hendricks train, all the news getting back to the bigs. Um, he was placed on the IL with right elbow inflammation, retroactive to June 10th. Hendricks has been a little shaky. Okay, but shaky. Velocity has been down overall from his previous seasons. And in his last outing, Liam Hendricks' velocity was way down. So there are serious concerns here. Part of it, I'm wondering if he got ramped up too quickly coming back after you know going through cancer treatment and everything. We shall see. But Hendricks goes to the IL, elbow inflammation. I doubt it's your standard 15-day uh, stay. So keep an eye on more news to come with Liam Hendricks. Vinny P, Vinny Pascantino went to the IL with a shoulder injury. They're going to do some MRI work, and he'll know, they'll know more hopefully Monday for us when it comes to Vinny P. Uh, Pascantino was telling reporters that it's similar to the shoulder injury he suffered last season in, uh, in August where he returned in early uh, September, and he missed about two weeks. So I think it was like 16 days maybe, give or take. And Vinny P came back and hit 361 with the 120 ISO. So he healed up. It wasn't too bad over for the overall production. His production this season has not been great. So maybe uh, the, the break will, will do good things for him. We shall see. But hopefully it's not a serious injury and the re- the MRI reports come back pretty good on Monday. Charlie Blackman went to the Iowa with a broken hand. The Rockies veteran has been okay this season, especially if you're in deeper leagues. He's been serviceable, but he goes to the IL, and that just gives more leeway to Nolan Jones, who we'll talk about later. But Jones has been great since getting called up a couple weeks ago, filling in for CJ Crone and Chris Bryant, who are both out for still some time. So that's a third person now that Nolan Jones could um, enjoy some playing time from and keep the good things rolling. 
Andres Jimenez of the Cleveland Guardians was removed from Sunday's game with a left with left leg tightness. He homered earlier in the game. It's, it's been a rough season, disappointing season for fantasy managers when it comes to Jimenez, as he was just outstanding last season. But uh, he was starting to come out, come around of late. Terry Francona, after the game for the Guardians, said uh, Jimenez is doing fine. Should, shouldn't be too long an injury. They expect him back on Tuesday as the Guardians have Monday off. Alec Bohm was activated from the IL on Sunday. He's back in action, so keep an eye on that. He's going to play first base, third base, usually third base. But uh, Bohm is back, and they face a lefty uh, on Monday, which could be big things for Alec Bohm. Just a little bit of news for you. I've been following Craig Mish's Twitter. Most of us do when it comes to the situation because, you know, Trevor Rogers had his, his rehab start kind of – he didn't pitch because he had, uh, had a little shoulder injury to his non-throwing shoulder. He's supposed to re- have another start later this week. If that goes well, he'll be back. But everyone's been kind of speculating whose spot in the rotation will Trevor Rogers take. I've always thought it was Yuri Perez just by reading again through tea leaves of Craig Mish and others. And Mish has been much more vocal about it of late. He tweeted something on Friday when Trevor Rogers was supposed to have his rehab start. It was the same day Yuri Perez started, and he said there's no coincidence. They're lined up on the same day. And then Craig Mish came out on Sunday with a tweet and said, Yuri Perez has thrown 60 innings pitched between AAA and the majors this season. Perez threw 77 pitches or innings pitched last season. Mish's guess is that he's capped off at around 100 to 150 innings pitched as the Marlins said they want to be very careful with him. Uh, Miami would love to slow him down and have him available late in the season as Miami is a contender. This is not a matter of of if, but when Yuri Perez is paused from Mish's understanding. So it looks like if you're a Yuri Perez manager, be prepared for uh, not having him or having a limited version of Yuri Perez in the next week or two. And um, it could be a good thing for the Marlins. It's a great baseball move is what it comes down to. And this is the other reason I bring this up, not just because to get you a heads up on Yuri Perez, if you're really stoked for him. And if you have Trevor Rogers, the situation at hand, but at the same time, it gives you kind of an idea of we've seen so many awesome prospect pitchers, a lot of them. And a lot of them are going to be different innings regulations. Like there's reasons why I was high on Logan Allen and Tanner Bybee and a couple other guys because they threw like 130 innings last season. So they can probably get you 150 this season, which, hey, that's an average pitcher for the most part nowadays. Then there's other guys like Yuri Perez and maybe some of your your guys that came straight from Double A's, your Millers and company, that they haven't been – like we talked about Mason Miller. That was a big concern, and we weren't even talking about the injury concerns, just innings-wise. This is a reality that we're going to have to deal with is the point. And it's the middle of June now, and we're going to start seeing more and more of this as we get deeper into the season. So just be prepared. I'll try to keep you updated when I see tweets like this from Craig Mish just so you can maybe make early moves, get ahead of the game. We'll see. But that was a, an interesting little tidbit that I want to bring to the show that um, we're already starting to see innings tinkering about to take place. All right, let's talk about some hitting highlights from Sunday on the Diamond. Tyro Estrada, my boo, went two for four with two home runs, three runs scored, and four RBIs. He returned earlier this week. He's got a few home runs on the week already. It's a beautiful thing. Tyro's now hitting 297 with nine home runs and 14 stolen bases. I made a bold prediction this year. He goes 25-40. He's got some work to do there because of the IL stint, but it's possible. Like it's still, it still has air. It still has life to breathe. So I'm pretty pumped on what Tyro's bringing to the, to the fantasy world and to the Giants world. Gunnar Henderson, people left him for dead a few weeks back, maybe a month ago. Because to be fair, it looked bleak. Striking out a ton. Just looked lost. He, he was taking too many pitches. It was rough. Gunner went three for five with a double, a home run, two runs scored, and three RBIs on Sunday. 
and Gunner is starting to heat up. In the month of June, Gunner has four home runs, six runs scored, seven RBIs, and two stolen bases while hitting nearly 450 on the month of June. Gunner, the home run Gunner hit on Sunday was a moonshot to right field. So there's 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 good things to like when it comes to Gunner Henderson. Nolan Jones kind of mentioned him earlier with the Charlie Blackman news. Nolan Jones went two for four with a walk-off home run and two runs scored in RBI on Sunday for the Rockies. Jones, since getting recalled, is hitting 360 with four home runs, seven runs scored, 12 RBIs, four stolen bases in 15 games. He's been outstanding. I don't expect the average to last this long, but the overall production, he's always shown power. The speed is nice. He's going to get to play a ton because I mentioned the CJ Crone thing. He still has no timetable for return as he's still experiencing back in back pain. Chris Bryant's Chris Bryant. And then you have uh, now Charlie Blackman with a broken hand going to the IL. So there is room for Nolan Jones to flourish in this Colorado situation. The Rockies play all week on the road coming up here, and then they go back to Coors for another week. So Nolan Jones, just, just enjoy it while you can, folks. For more details on the day's top hitters, make sure you check out the Daily Matters box on PitcherList.com. Some starting pitching highlights from Sunday. Shane Bieber, where has this been all season, my friend? Seven innings pitched, no runs. Three hits and one walk. Nine strikeouts for the Biebs. Biebs has put together five, six inning outings where he's not he's limiting damage and whatnot, but it feels like he's that Granky. He's not dominating people. He's not getting strikeouts, pitching to contact. Where has this Bieber went? 14 whiffs, 39% CSW on the day for Shane Bieber. It's only the second time this season that Bieber has struck out at least nine in a game. That is just crazy. It's, it's a season high. He hasn't gone more than nine. He's gone nine twice. So Shane Bieber, please, please more of this. He's got a 3-2-90 ERA on the season, 4-2 XFIP. He's limited damage, but he's only got 64 strikeouts and 97 and two-thirds innings pitched. If you could just start giving me a K per nine, Biebs, we could be friends again. It's been ugly. Hoping this is signs of things to come for Shane Bieber. Blake Snell. Snellzilla. In Coors Field, Blake Snell, seven innings, one earned, three hits, zero walks for Blake, who has had very big walk issues this season. And more impressively in those seven innings, Blake Snell had 12 strikeouts, 12, 12 Ks in seven innings pitched in Coors Field. He had 17 whiffs and a 40% CSW and only 85 pitches for Snell. Just amazing stuff for, for Blake. And he's been doing this. Like We know this, this is the Blake Snell formula. Starts off the season slow, you get second half Snell. It's a little before second half, though. But his last four starts, Blake Snell has 24 innings pitched, two earned runs, two runs in those 24 innings, four starts. Ten walks, still a problem, but 33 strikeouts. Uh, Blake Snell was actually on the waiver wire one of my online championships this past week. I did not get him. I wanted to. I did not. If you can find Blake Snell anywhere, if someone was crazy enough to drop him, grab him immediately, folks, and enjoy the ride. Braxton Garrett, I've been pumping this dude up. I'm not the only one. Many people have. It's, it's, it's a broken record now. When he got left out the drive for the 11 runs, he's been great. On um, on Sunday, Braxton Garrett, five and a third innings, zero runs, three hits, only one walk, which is great because that's been a problem. If, when he has his bad outings, the walks follow. Only one walk and nine strikeouts for Braxton Garrett against the Chicago White Sox. He had 14 whiffs and a 37% CSW. Little tilting, he got taken out in 82 pitches. But, again, young arm with the Marlins, you're going to see this kind of stuff. Um, Garrett over his last seven starts since when he got hung out to dry, 37 and a third innings, 12 earned, 47 strikeouts. He's a beast. He's very good. Keep keep it rolling, Mr. Braxton Garrett. And then Lucas Chilito. You know, we've talked about Lucas a few times on this show. I talk about him on my DFS show a lot. 
he's shown signs of life this like of late. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, he went seven innings, one hundred six hits against the Marlins on Sunday with one walk and eight strikeouts for Lucas Giolito. Twelve whiffs and a thirty-two percent CSW. That is Lucas Giolito stuff. That is outstanding. He now has a three-five-four ERA and a four-three-one xFIP on the season. Giolito has eighty-four Ks and eighty-one other innings pitched. He's starting to live up to at least the price tag when you draft a Lucas Giolito. Maybe even better. And I said it during the preseason on my shows that when it came to Giolito, I, I didn't think we'd ever get the ace back, at least not this season. But for his price point, you were getting a value. And right now, he is he is a value. Hoping this train keeps on rolling. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching highlights from Sunday. Scott McGuff, Scott Magoo, Scott McGoober. He got his second save of the season for the Arizona Diamondbacks. This was a weird one. Andrew Chafin came in, couldn't get the job done, got two outs in the ninth. They went to McGuff. He picked up the save, getting one out. The biggest thing that I gained out of this and talking with some buddies in some chats Miguel Castro, and if you listen to the show, you know how we've gone back and forth on Castro, Chafin, Castro, Chafin. Castro only appeared once this week. He didn't get many opportunities at all. You would have figured Miguel Castro would have come in if Chafin struggled. He did not. Scott McGuff did. And McGuff has been great over the last few weeks. Uh, So this could be a change in the guard situation. Something to monitor. Miguel Castro might not be worth the roster spot that he once was a week ago. So keep that in mind. A.J. Puck, he picked up his seventh save of the season for the Miami Marlins. It was Puck's third appearance since coming off the I.L. in his first save. He's the man to have there, like we've been talking about. Uh, after picking up two saves in his last two outings, Trevor May could not make it three in a row. He allowed three runs in the ninth, and that uh, was a bummer to see. And Sam, uh, He got two outs. Sam Long came in, got the final out, and picked up his second save of the season as the Oakland Athletics have won five straight baseball games. Wow. And then Kenley Jansen, don't get fooled here. Kenley Jansen picked up the win as he picked a, he pitched a, a shutdown ninth, but the game went extra innings between the Red Sox and the Yankees. Chris Martin pitched a perfect 10th, picked up his first save of the season. Do not panic. Kenley is still the man in Boston. All right, make sure you read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com to get more information on all things relief pitching. Uh, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain, and they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow, and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Intrican, a.k.a. KC Bubba. Let's talk about some DFS on Monday. We have a seven-game slate starting at 7.07 p.m. Eastern time. Some of the stacks I'm looking at on this slate, the Texas Rangers, A, just because the Texas Rangers are the best offense in baseball, but they're also facing Tyler Anderson, who is not hashtag not good, just not good. 
So get your Josh Youngs, get your Adelise Garcias, get your Marcus Simeons, your Seegers, all the, the normal suspects. But don't forget, you know, you got Jonah Heimer, even Mitch Garver. You got uh, um, you got Grossman. You got Tavares. Anybody, anybody with a pulse in the Texas lineup. Hopefully Ezekiel Duran plays. All in play versus Tyler Anderson. And then I want to game stack Philadelphia, Arizona. Philadelphia going against the lefty Tommy Henry. Like that one a ton, even with the lefty Kyle Schwerber and Bryce Harper. No, no concerns there at all. And then you got Arizona facing Strom's opening with Dylan Covey coming behind him. Great spot there for Arizona to make some noise in the desert. So the pitchers I'm looking at on Monday, James Paxton going up against Colorado. Paxton's been great in four of his five starts, and he gets a Colorado team that's coming out of Coors, strikes out a ton versus lefties. Great spot for James Paxton. Then Jesus Lazardo with seven or more Ks in five straight starts. You want Ks in DFS going up against the Seattle team that strikes out like 27% of the time versus left-handed pitching over the last three weeks. I like that with Lazardo as well. A couple of things I'm looking forward to on your Monday action. I want to see that, that nightcap, Jesus Lazardo versus Bryce Miller. Lazardo was great his last out. He's had some hiccups, of course. You got Bryce Miller coming off two rough starts, but it was Texas, and it was the Yankees with Judge. Grain of salt there, folks. Grain of salt. I want to see Lazardo versus Bryce Miller. And then one of the first games today, Logan Webb versus Matthew Levator. Looking forward to seeing that one because Webb's been amazing this year. He had a rough go, but it was in Coors. It snapped like an eight, seven or eight game quality start streak. I want to see how that goes. Levator's been a massive disappointment. Can the Giants take advantage of it? I want to see how both that goes. But we'll see. Time will tell. And that, folks, will wrap up another episode of the First Pitch Podcast. Make sure you check me out on Twitter at BDentric and check out PitcherList.com. Check out all the great articles, all the great um, tools you can use there. And you get a lot of those tools like becoming a member at PL Plus and PL Pro, get you in the Discord, and much, much more. So go to PitcherList.com, check out the goodies, PL Plus, PL Pro. You will not regret it. But I'll be back with you guys tomorrow to recap Monday and get you ready for Tuesday. But for now, this was your First Pitch Podcast Monday, June 12th edition. Hope you all have a great day. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.